You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And Kristen. And we're filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. And gal. And gal. Awesome. Cheers. Let's see what we got here. Take a sip. Mmm. Tastes like bourbon. Man, never gets old. I know. We've drinking, been out of bourbon Drinking for a, bourbon in the middle of the day, day yeah. drinking never gets old. We've been out of this for a few weeks now. It's been yeah. beers and no spirits. Yeah, so uh, so today we got a hodgepodge. So yeah. we are in the midst of uh, connecting with our lovely bourbon partners out there, small batch distilleries across the globe to uh, feature their stuff on the show. Both, in the meantime, yep. we're digging into the liquor cabinet. We had some stuff that was stuck back there for a while. Yeah. Some plastic bottle stuff. We got some nice stuff too. <laughs> So we gave yeah. uh, Kristen here, our guest today, the nice uh, Four Roses single barrel. So it's it's pretty good. Top of the line. What do you think? Yeah. Tastes like bourbon. Tastes like bourbon. There you go. And uh, me best. and Alex are drinking from plastic. What do you got? Uh, very old Barton, which I like. I think it's great. Really? Is there a very new Barton? No. Oh. You, you want old Barton. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, old's good in bourbon. Absolutely. I got Kentucky Tavern. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Glenmore Distillery. That's what, that's what America was built upon. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. So, it's not bad. I'm excited. Today's Despite a great the, day. We've been talking about this girl. I know. We've been teasing her She's for here. a while. So I guess we should just get into She's it. She's here right now. Who are you? Who? What are, what are, what are you doing? I'm still trying to figure that out, <laughs> um, but I appreciate the bourbon. Yeah. Um, I, I run uh, the Greater Cincinnati Film Office, so um, I work nice. with all of you. You and do. Uh, a lot of people from outside of Cincinnati to bring production and cultivate a world class destination for film production. Well, and I think you're on your way. Oh, you're I think well, on I your think way. I think so. But I also yeah. think this is just the beginning. Yeah, you know, I feel hoping. like people are like, "Wow, so many movies are discovering us." And I first want to point out that's not coincidence. And then secondly, that this is just the beginning. We don't want movies one off. We want to create an entire industry in Cincinnati. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's let's just let's jump in. Let's let's do one of those things like you do in film, where you tell the ending and then like, we like go you, back. Well, Tarantino. Let's do that. Let's Tarantino. Let's do that. Go ahead. So you were in, in the film commission was integral in bringing Carol. Yeah. To Cincinnati. The big one recently. Once it's been awards. nominated. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Nominated, right? It's a huge deal. So I how does yeah. how does a city how does a film commission make that happen? Now let's let's rewind and do this. Well, but let's go back to why it's a big deal because that's yeah. that's a great point. It's a big deal because that entire film was shot in Cincinnati, Ohio, from beginning to end. Whereas in the past, you look at other nominated films from Cincinnati like Rain Man or Traffic where you just had pieces yep. of the film Tiny. done. Mm-hmm. Not only that, and I don't think many people know this, but every role uh, in that film was cast out of Cincinnati except for five people. Wow. And those are the five names that you recognize at the Oscar nominations. Right. Yeah. So I think that's incredible and I think that really showcases the kind of talent we have here and our capabilities and the fact that we can work with um, you know these world-renowned directors and designers and and you know, things like that. And that's why it's a big deal. But not only that, Carol was a beautiful film, a period film mm-hmm. that showcased so much of our architecture and our art deco and our versatility of locations in downtown Cincinnati. And also the fact that you can shoot a period film uh, in 2016 <laughs> in Cincinnati, where you can't do a period, a New York film, a period New York film in New York anymore. Yeah. 
Um, and so, and one of the reasons that we're so excited by this is because, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the 80s and 90s, Cincinnati did a lot of New York films. We did Lost in Yonkers, Eight Men Out, Rage in Harlem. We were, you know, we were doing 1920s Bronx. We were really good at capturing this period um, this type of period architecture from New York in the 90s and the movies went away and now that movies are coming back because we actually have some tools in place to bring them back that's what we started capitalizing on first because that's what we knew we, yeah. we knew how to do so let's right? let's let's yeah. follow the storyline here so you when you say they went away now people who know sort of the story of Cincinnati there's you know we've had some struggles through over the years in, in when it comes to you know relations with community and whatnot mm. but um did that? How, how did was that? A, that had nothing to do with. So it. that had nothing to do with. Right. It. So in this fact, was total. Most people in our industry okay. aren't even aware of that. But what happened was movies started chasing money. Uh, it became less about the artistic direction and and the look, but it became more about the budget. So it became a producer's film, less a director's film. And when uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, started losing motion pictures, so did the rest of the U.S. states and any uh, on location film production. They were going to Canada, Czech Republic, uh, New Zealand. Places where you could get, you know, fifty percent more of your production value uh, mm. on the dollar. So, so, are you talking tax incentives, or are you just talking? Yeah, I'm talking. Like, uh, initially, it was con- it was incentives mandated by different countries around the world, and so if production was leaving Los Angeles at all, it was pretty much leaving uh, the U.S. as well. And what happened was you, the U.S. noticed that this quote, runaway production was happening, and we all decided to form a coalition for Film U.S., and that's right when I started working in this industry. Nice. And it was, how can we chase this this business back? How can we bring it back to the place it started? And, you know, and that and the way to that, those tools were money, and it's not just throwing money at movies, but it's trying to find a way to provide them the most incentivized place, incentivized Dollars, yes, but also infrastructure. The less people you have to bring in, the more user-friendly you are as a city, the less logistics and red tape. Just anything we can do to kind of make that experience easily and if e- easier and efficient, and then you can spend more money up on the screen and less on the things that don't matter as much. Yeah. So what uh, is that? That's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing. Like what came first? Did, did we have the crew and the incentive, and that's what brought the movie? Or because of the movies, then we developed the crew, the base, all that uh, stuff? We we had some crew because we had movies here in the 80s and 90s. Well, what happened when movies went away, that crew base started working in commercial and television production. And because we have so many Fortune 500 companies in greater Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. those people continued to work, but it was a different medium. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't um, working in film. Now, um, it's great that we have incentives, but people won't come with just a strong incentive. Uh, You also Mm -hmm. need some support for that incentive. So if there aren't people to hire here, it's not as attractive as it is in other states. If you look at Detroit, Michigan, you know, Michigan threw up a few years ago a 46% tax break for movies and all the movies came and they brought everyone on their crew because there was no one to hire in Detroit. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I know a few guys up there. Ultimately, what happened was the state budget couldn't keep up with the supply and demand. So they weren't paying movies back in time. And I believe it was Grand Torino with Clint Mm. Eastwood. That wasn't that that was the film that first didn't get their money back. Mm, And all of a sudden, Michigan had a black eye. And then, you know, you you suffer administration changes um, within state legislators and it doesn't become a priority to some if it doesn't seem like it's working. 
fortunately for Ohio, we have been we, we were we, this program started under the leadership of Ted Strickland and then has since been um, not only adopted by Governor Kasich, but also expanded. It's a completely bipartisan issue in the state of Ohio. We're doing it thoughtfully. We're doing it slowly and we're keeping up with the supply and demand. And that's what's giving us the capability to grow infrastructure. Mm. And infrastructure also, not the commercial work that's coming back to the film, but these young you know, college graduates and e-media students and film students, they're not just graduating around here, they're staying and, and working here. Mm-hmm. So we're retaining young talent, mm-hmm. which is huge for Cincinnati. Yeah. It's something that we often missed on, you know, upon graduation, you couldn't wait to get out of here. Now people <laughs> exactly. can't wait to move downtown. Yeah. It's a cool town. So yeah. It's, it's in, the place to be. It is. But in socks of tax incentives, where do we kind of sit in the whole I think we're know, top countrywide. seven in the world right now really? for competitiveness. Uh, you know, we only give away $20 million dollars a year as a state. That's not a lot of money. But what that's allowing us to do is do more than one film a year. It's allowing us to have sustainable jobs in this Mm -hmm. industry. But what we'd like to uh, show the state is that for every dollar they're investing now, $2 and a penny is coming back return on investment. So it's good business for the state of Ohio. We'd like to see that program expanded. So we're not just going after motion pictures, but also we're going after entire television series. And then the work is here on a regular basis. That's great. Now, how, when you're, when you're, as you guys are working with, um, with production companies and people that are pitching ideas and thinking about locations and thinking about, could this happen in Cincinnati? I mean, you mentioned, you know, old New York and you mentioned tax incentives, but what if I'm not doing old New York? Like, so how are you guys positioning? Right, we just, we talk just, a little bit about how we, you guys talk about the city. Sure. We started with that because we wanted uh, filmmakers to know that we were successful in, in capturing New York. And so we reached back out and looked for New York scripts. But since then, we're, sh- we're surely showing our range. I mean, we just uh, did a movie last year called Goat, mm. which was um, based on a novel about um, fraternity hazing with Nick Jonas and Ben Schnetzer. And I just it's saw in it. Sundance, right? It was at Sundance last week, and it's incredible. It's a great movie. It was made for $2 million, wow. and the city looks fantastic. And every single person on that crew, except for a couple, were local people, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, we, a lot of our friends, a lot of people we oh, know yeah. in the industry who work on commercial Everybody. shoots with us, and yeah. they were, were all, all they were working that. on set. So. That, that was a great project. But what that's showing is, you know, we weren't New York in that. Uh-huh. Uh, we weren't actually Cincinnati in that. They created a, a town called Dawson, and they created a <laughs> hypothetical college name to protect, you know, the sure. universities as well as the was fraternities. Was there a creek? There was no <laughs> creek in this Dawson, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's always a creep. Well, and I think one thing for the, I could be you know, wrong about that name. Dawson <laughs> might have been the Christmas movie. But anyway, yeah. my point is yeah. we, we're showing our range yeah. now because now people hear that shooting in Cincinnati is not just easy, but it's it's quality work that's coming mm-hmm. out of there. And people, that word of mouth starts spreading. I have more projects in my office right now than we have money as a state to give wow. them. Wow. So. Well, awesome. you guys have had some, we've had, I should say us, we as a city have had some pretty glowing reviews from people that have shot here, like the... Uh, Mariah Carey and you know all these people doing interviews on their films are going back to oh it was so nice to work in Cincinnati and the crew my favorite and, wow. my favorite <laughs> testimony was um, in the middle of the Cannes press conference and you had the entire filmmaking team of Carol with the international press in front of them and someone was asking a question and Todd Haynes literally stopped the interview and said I'm sorry can we just talk about Cincinnati for a second <laughs> yeah. And went Amazing. on and on and on about how incredible it is That's here. Cool. And then while we were at Sundance, um, uh, I don't know if you guys have read, I'm sure you have seen recently that Emilio Estevez is talking about moving to Cincinnati. For sure. And one of the things <laughs> he said is, you know, 
people in Malibu, people in Los Angeles are always like, why are you talking about Cincinnati? And he said, all I want to do is give them a plane ticket and have them come experience it for themselves. And that's what we're finding as a film commission. If I can get a hold of a script and fly those people in here, chances are they're going to say yes. I'm batting a thousand on everyone I've flown in. We've get, wow. we've, we've been um, able to secure that movie. So I think people are, if they're not thinking of, if they're, our job, I think our most difficult challenge is to get them to think of us in the first place and for mm. us to get in front of them. So spending less time here in Cincinnati, I'm actually trying to get out at these film festivals and in New York and in Los Angeles and make them think of Cincinnati because I know if they can think of it and I can get them here, they will do it here. You'll walk yeah, and I think, you know, for our listeners, if you've never been here, I mean, we can, this this town and, and within a, you know, hour, two hour radius around here, it can be hilly, it can be flat, it can mm. be country, it can be urban, it can be desolate, it can be all sorts of things. There's a river. There's mm. there's just a lot that it can kind of become kind of who it wants to become. Yeah. Right. Minus like with a, a good a editor, yeah. we can do anything. Yeah. But I don't, like <laughs> exactly. if you remember that called film Airborne. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that, but at the end, that race takes us um, over. I think 130 miles of the city, and it's not wow. supposed to be nearly that long. But that's awesome. <laughs> that's see my awesome. point. Can uh, can you talk about? Do you guys do you have figures on like how many films we had last year, or the types of films, stuff like that? Uh, I know in the last two years, we've seen over $54 million of economic impact from these movies, and wow. we've created over 8,000 jobs just in the last two years in film production. That's awesome. Which is pretty awesome. Um, as far as how many movies, yeah, I think there's been about 12 in the last two years, um, and over the last four years, I don't know, it's hard to say because yeah. sometimes, you know, I don't want to not count something that might not have as big of, of a budget as something else because For I think sure. they're all important and they're all training people uh, in this area. So I hate to put a number on that because it's just where do you draw the oh, line? No, no. We've had a lot but, is what we're getting at. But yeah. certainly had a lot. And, and we're, you know, having a city like Cincinnati have, we had five, four, four films that were shot in Cincinnati at Sundance and two that were invested by Cincinnatians. So That's amazing. It's, having six films out there is a good yeah. time to be out there and spread the word of Cincinnati. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looks like it's only going up too. So yeah, definitely. The, can you break down in in the some of the listeners because I know sometimes I get lost in the math. So we hear things like uh, tax incentives. Sure. Break that down for us. What is the real benefit? How does that money play out? How do how do people win with that? What does that look like? How does the state win? How does the talk about it? So we're not just throwing taxpayer monies at filmmakers to get them to come here. What we're doing as a state is an application process, which the state will then determine if it's good business for the state of Ohio. There's things that Ohio cares about, whether it's heads and beds or whether it's um, employing a certain community or a certain union. These are things that are important to the state of Ohio. The state has determined that, not us. So then they take the application and they look at how many people it's putting to work, how many local hires they're going to do, how much the return is, and actually how much is coming back into our state tax coffers. Mm. And then that's how they award the tax incentive. Now, what's unique about Ohio is that we are a cash rebate, whereas many states are a tax credit, uh, which makes it more valuable because you don't have to lose value while you're brokering the credit of sale. So we're cash rebate, and what we're saying as a state is we're going to give you 25% cash back on the things that we think are important business for the state of Ohio. It's not to say every dollar you spend here. It's the things the state determines that are priorities for us. And then we're going to give you 35% cash back on every Ohioan you employ. And that encourages you to bring less people, give more Ohioans a chance. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. And what it's doing is 
we're cultivating this crew base. We're getting people that start out as an assistant on one job. Like my favorite story is a girl that called me as a Miami University student uh, from Oxford. Said, I'm graduating. I want an internship. I said, you called me on the perfect day. I'm looking for help on Carol. She started the next day as an intern. Two weeks later, she was a production assistant. By the time that movie wrapped, <laughs> wow. she was on the payroll. When it came time for the next film, which was Miles Ahead, which came on the heels of Carol, mm -hmm. she was an assistant in the locations department. By the time the next film came around, she was the assistant location manager, which is a oh union position. God. That's awesome. And finally, last summer, James Franco's team was in town, and she was the location manager. So in less than a year's time, she had moved all the That's, way up through yeah. a department. Because, because the yeah. industry, even though the industry seems big on the outside, it's am I right that it's it's still pretty small and tight-knit? Like People know people, and they're like, hey... You're going to Cincy, you need to call this person. Is Absolutely. that how it no works? No matter where you're from. Yeah. I think our whole industry is based yeah. on conversations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from, from making a film and the conversation you have mm -hmm. all the way down the line in your departments to, you know, recommending different people and having experiences with different people. And there's certainly a lot of personalities on a film. And, mm. you know, that also becomes word of mouth. You know, that's a good personality. You're hard to work yeah. with. You're not coming yeah, yeah. back. Yeah. Well, and we, we feel that yeah. same thing. I mean, you know, bringing it down to, you know, commercial production and working on, you know, music videos and obviously not two million dollar feature films but those same things apply you you know hey here's this kid who's a who was a pa you know if you ever need help call him he gets things done yep and next thing you know it's somebody who's always on set at every shoot you're at you know right yeah. so um so nice. sp speaking to that what i what i'd like to hear is 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 there anything in it for the small guy so a lot of our listeners that listen to the show are are real working filmmakers in cities like uh you know, uh, Milwaukee, and uh, they're in these, you know, sort of working towns, and they work for a video production company, and they're doing, you know, corporate commercial videos, stuff, yeah. corporate videos, yep. that sort of thing. When you talk film commissions uh, in general, sort of this, how this stuff works, is there anything in it for the for the working filmmaker? I mean, that's up to the working filmmaker. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a resource to you, and you have to figure out how to make that resource uh, applicable to you. I always say, you know, we're not a... a we're not a job placement service. Right. It's not up to us to get you the position or to sell you, but it's up to us to cultivate a community here that you are a part of and to provide opportunities that can only enhance or, um, you know, help you pursue your craft. And so I think absolutely. I mean, I say that with the utmost confidence. I mean, I started out as a filmmaker in this community, um, making shorts, wanting to make documentaries and I, no one was going to help me help myself more than I was, but an office like this, now I, once you educate yourself on what different film commissions offer in different cities, then you understand how it can help you. If you don't know what they do and you're just assuming that they only take care of Hollywood or they're not out for the little... For example, I mean, our film commission helps you do all your permits because there's not a city permit office. We help you hire all your police officers, your safety. We help you find certificate of liability insurance. We help you get bonded. I've actually filming. emailed you about these sorts of things. Yeah. So these are <laughs> things that... that I, and you, What, we didn't help you? <laughs> no, you <laughs> No, you guys um, were great. You had great knowledge and resources. But these are things that we help with. Also, you could go to our website, and you could find a whole network of people that you could call... There are, direct contact information on there and say, hey, mm. I'm working on a project, a passion project this weekend. We need someone like you. Is there any way I could talk you into it? I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in great barbecue and pizza. Please yeah. come on board. <laughs> I, and that's what happens. I take that further and say that I've used the Cincinnati Film re site resource as a resource for 
I've had projects where all my regular guys were booked out and I needed a certain position. Yeah. You have a whole directory. Well, right, I, I use it to look at, I've used to look yeah. at the location base yeah. where I'm thinking through projects. I'm right. like, oh, and I'll go, cause you guys have listed but, all the locations. Yeah. And the other thing is we don't list in the, That's the other thing. We won't just post those locations up there because there's a lot of privacy and security things that we have to protect. Sure. But if you are an independent filmmaker and you say, Hey, Kristen, I'm looking for a 1950s boardroom to shoot this scene. I would then post that on our Facebook page with your contact information and reach all the people that we know in this community that care about film or film friendly or want to be part of this mm -hmm. process. And that opens your landscape far yeah. wider than what you might see posted there. And we do that pretty regularly. Now, yeah. do you know from, I mean, from practice, do, do smaller production companies, can they take advantage of the tax incentive stuff for, say, a commercial so we're about five years into this program, and right now the floor of application is at 300000 So, you know, certainly that would be a large-size commercial production. Right. However, what we've looked at recently is, say, um, your production company is working with a client, and they have agreed to do three spots with you throughout the course of the year. And those three spots then total. Mm. So why don't we apply as a slate of projects? And that way mm. we're showing sustainable work. We're showing the state of Ohio that we're continuing to grow this industry here. And that's something that they're now considering. Now, it's not to say that that floor won't ultimately drop, but when the state of Ohio first put this in place... <clears throat> there were questions that legislators had like, you know, are we going to attract the porn industry? And are we going to, how are we going to make sure we can control this and who are, who's <laughs> applying? And, and things uh, as silly as that came up. So this is one way for them to sort of mandate a program that they can police and maintain. But ultimately, the idea would be to lower that floor so that we're not, so that we're able to award people you know, that are continuing to work here on a regular basis, that they're able to take advantage of this too. And that way their slate becomes broader, their experiences become more, and they're showing their client they can save them this money, et cetera. So. Mm, that's that's cool. nice. So do you guys directly obviously work with the state to push We do, but we're not on the, changes? we're not on yeah. the, you know, we encourage them and we lobby them and we educate them about the industry. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times people in the state house are, are political backgrounds no or, or whatnot yeah. and they don't have a production background that we do and that's one of the i think one of the pluses about our film commission in this region is that we're our own 501c3 so we raise our money and spend our money accordingly mm. we can also help you make decisions and we can also work with filmmakers closer than say a government employee that's only allowed to do this this and this so i think that's, that's awesome. an advantage but uh certainly want the state to know and you know it's hard for legislators to know if a project's real or if the names <laughs> people are dropping are attached or you know if it really is that director and things like that so the more we can help educate them and i think that's really what our role is then i think the more quality um, projects get get approved and also projects get made which is you know a lot of projects get approved but they don't always get mm -hmm. made and i think we want to see more get made that's cool. That's this amazing. is I find this so fascinating. Dude, there's me like too. there's yeah. so much behind this, like the way this all comes together. Like it, yeah. you what? just thought we sat sat around, drank bourbon, and watched a couple <laughs> movies. <Yeah>. You wanna, <laughs> what I want to know? I want to know is how did you? So you said you started out doing short films and stuff, all documentaries. Yeah, hobbies. How did yeah. you get into this? Who hobbies. are you? Yeah, what? How did this who are, come about? Who is the real Kristen? Tell us the um, story. So funny. My job before the film commission. Um, 
was a radio disc jockey. What? Yes. Yeah. So oh, that, she has experience in this. Nice. I started out. Can we in, can we get can we get a little sample, a little open, maybe a little? Yeah. Hey, you're listening to filmmakers drinking bourbon. Um. Well, see, I was working on the coast of North Carolina, and uh, I can tell you at the top of every hour, I would sit there and go the weather center forecast for the outer giving. It's northeast, shore north. You know, I'd go on and on. Oh my god. So, um, it's and amazing. I used to do the fishing reports. You know, yeah, keep the peace and please release, etc. Um, That's fantastic. Hurricanes, you name it, I was there. But I wow. knew I and I, I would do these uh, videos on on the side and I would um, gosh it's so embarrassing but like wedding slideshows and things yeah. like that that I just thought were so cool and creative. Did you um, go to school for video or I mean what? I went to school with for uh, I had a for major broadcast? in public relations and yep. a minor in theater oh, and wow. I had no idea. Well, that makes sense. It totally worked just, out yeah. for you. It did, and you know what? There's this guy. There's this guy I went to high school with that's in Los Angeles in the business, and he recently reminded me that when I was in tenth grade, I told him I was going to run a film office for a major city someday, and I said, "There's no way." He said, "I swear to God, you said that in what? theater class, and I didn't even know these things existed." That's crazy. But I did. It's your destiny. Of, yeah. I, I don't know. Oracle. Oh my god. <laughs> That's I don't hilarious. know. It's it hasn't been an overnight success either. It's been a lot of you know. Yeah. I didn't know how to write a bill when I came into this position. Yeah. Um. I didn't know how to bring a community together to see filmmaking as an art form, and I certainly didn't know um, how political this position was going to be. Mm. But now I feel like we've got the the right tools in place, and we're suddenly you know I love when the media is like, wow, why are these movies just coming right now? And you're like, well, we've been working at this for a while. <laughs> Yeah, they're just and, showing up. Yeah, but what? But the reason that they're, they're going to keep coming back, and then the reason that this is going to grow and it's not a one-off, is because yeah. we have taken the time to do it the right way. Slow and, and I'm steady really proud of race. really yeah. proud of that. That's cool. Yeah. Now, are you are you a part of a larger group? Do you connect with other film commissions? Like, are you sharing what you're learning here in Cincinnati with other cities? Because our listenership is very like we've got people all over the place, all over Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. To we know just had a, we, you connect with the Doha we just, film. Yeah, we just had the uh, the uh, Nairobi. Uh, we did a show all about Kenya, and uh, Nairobi has a, a very new film office. They would probably benefit from hanging out with you. Uh, I have to tell you, we do belong to an association which is called the AFCI, which is the Association of Film Commissions International. And I do attend those meetings. I don't go. Uh, as regular as I want, because what I really want to see our film commission grow into is less of this government agency and travel and tourism department and really a full service um, film stop that helps mm -hmm. you get your production from beginning to end done mm -hmm. in this area. And I really want to, I sort of want to act as your local producer and I want you to feel like you have someone there supporting you the entire time you're here. And so I, I want to stray a little bit from the, from what the film commission um, initial model has been. But I certainly also think that film commissions um, could learn a little bit uh, from the things we're doing. And also I love seeing what the international markets are doing. Mm -hmm. And I love to see, you know, how involved or not involved some are. And, you know, for so long, and you guys being uh, filmmakers yourself, you know, I remember when I first knocked on this film commission's door, the word was, you know, there are a bunch of white people that watch movies. That's what they thought of this organization. Whoa. And um, that was really interesting to me because then I couldn't figure out what exactly they did. And I heard that. And then I also heard that 
they got confused with the film society a lot and not what the yeah. film commission is appreciation and the academy yeah. and then i heard that you know <laughs> locals hated them because uh, they didn't do anything for local people and they only sick. talked to hollywood and these yeah. kinds of things that were um stereotypes when i initially started and now i mean i make it a point i am i come by set every single day i talk to every single person mm-hmm. i meet with any single crew person that wants to hear about what's going on and our door is an open policy because eventually i'd like to see this turn into something bricks and mortar where it becomes a true film center that's available for everyone to use you've got a you've got a vision yeah oh yeah okay. yeah there's there's something happening here people yeah so if you're listening right now and you're this is piquing your interest um where can they go to like see what what you guys are up to what are the social channels to follow you know again we've put this out there and now people are wondering hey how do i find out more well our our, our particular office is filmcincinnati.com and we certainly have um a Twitter um, site and a Facebook page, and then we do all the social media, and you can follow us. Um, but I would say, if you're not in our market, or our market sounds more exciting, come join us. But if you're <laughs> not in our market, I would reach out to the local film office. And I also think um, by by um, getting together and networking with as many people in your community as possible, because mm. everyone brings something to the table in the filmmaking process. And, and maybe they're not quote a filmmaker but they might have a piece of equipment or they might have an idea or they might become you know something that inspires you creatively and I think the more you can be around those people and the more you surround yourself with people that think this is important and this is an art form and or just appreciate cinema period Mm. uh, I think that's really what what helps staying isolated and you know woe is me and no one looks out for the little guy and I'm never going to make it or maybe I'm going to work on this one project my whole life and hope it's the next Goodwill Hunting. You know, I think that's the stuff. Like, you got to just keep exercising the muscle. You got to yeah. keep networking and you got to keep talking about your craft because people care. And the more you can get out there and in front of it, the more I think comes back to you. That's, that's cool. Good advice. I mean, what do they say? Your your network is your net worth, right? I mean, ooh, yeah. look at you. Yeah, you got to get out. Are there. you Zig Ziglar? Z- Giving Zig me Ziglar. some uh, marketing. So, what are you guys else? working on? Oh, that's a oh, great question. Come on wow, now. look at this girl. Flipped it around. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm actually super excited right now. Um, we are We're doing a lot. Of, this is work that not a lot of people love, but it's what <laughs> makes the it, it's what makes it happen. Is, um, Pays the bills. I've been doing a lot of RFPs and proposals. So just really getting the pitches looking really nice. We've got, like, so many out there that if they were to all land, like, it's not, like, I'm going to have to call the film commission and be like, I need people. <laughs> Because there's that, so there's yeah. a lot of that that sort of stuff. Is uh, but um, in a, in a, aside from that actual real work, uh, I have uh, brought back our short film that we just shot. From um, I put it in a little like, uh, hey, I need a break because I was in you, the edit. You got I was, me worried. I was so far in, <laughs> like I was so far in the edit that like I just didn't even care. Like I was like, I don't know what I'm watching anymore because I've seen it so many eyes. times. Yep. So I stepped away for several weeks and now I'm back and it's. It's nice. So it's like opening. It's like an old friend. I'm so. What are you going to do with this? Develop into a so, future? Or no, no, no. We just uh, we we approached it as a. Um, it's not out of the question. Yeah. Though. No. It's yeah. it's it is already to go for a feature. Um. But we did. Uh. We approached it. Um. As a, just a short narrative film. Um. It's going to be probably around 15 minutes long. Um. And what was um, the first cut? Like 20. Yeah, but yeah. it's it'll be it'll be film festival friendly for yeah. sure. Seven to ten. Yeah, we'll get it there. We'll get it there. But um, yeah, so it's uh, actually the guy uh, Brandon Howe, who our screenwriter, who's yeah. our screenwriter, is um, he placed like in the top twelve at the Austin Screenwriters Film Festival, and he was 
picked up, and I can't say who, but he, by a major Hollywood person, that if I said his name, everybody would go, oh my gosh. Yeah. And he has a script with him right now. He's been and talking to people. I think it's it's going to be going into production. Cool. So it's cool. So it's kind of a fun thing where, like, all of a sudden we have this short film that this guy who, like, you know, it's going to be some big major film. She out hasn't there heard and, about our film, though. Why don't you tell her what it's about? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, she's it's, brand new. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's called Kill Game, and it's about three hitmen who uh, sit down to play a game of cards, and all of a sudden, Guns are drawn, and they're caught in a stalemate. And so, uh, my, my partner in crime here, Alex, <laughs> and me, we're on our way to a you know a commercial shoot. I was only and, back um, from Michigan, I think. Yeah, and yeah. we started uh, riffing on you know doing a live action piece, a narrative piece, and we said, well, let's do a short film. What can hold people's attention? Yeah. And then the stalemate sort of Mexican standoff came up. And we're like, everybody yeah. has that in their movie. Well, first we started with budget. What's, yeah. what's what can we actually yeah. do? And we came what, up with single, single location. location. Yeah. Right. So we needed a single action, and so we yeah. thought, okay, well, everyone always has a standoff. Let's just make our whole film a standoff. The so the whole film, thing. they're trying to figure out right. like witty ways to like get out of this this moment. Yeah, yeah. it's like so. eighteen pages of just standoff. <laughs> a lot of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Nice dialogue. So it's got to be good written. Again, speaking yeah. of locations, we had a great location in Clifton. Yeah, we filmed at the Proud Rooster. Proud this Rooster old diner. It's been there for fifty years. Yep, I know it well. Yeah, it's great. With uh, Rob Robert the Bob, Chicken Man. Bob, Bob the Chicken, chicken man. man. Yeah, he was great. He was awesome. He uh, they opened their doors. We took it over for three days and yeah, and it was, it was amazing too to see. Yeah. You know, you talk about you know our this industry being a community. We had like, I mean, this was no like, like junior effort. Like, I mean, we had like enough people. There were like dudes mm. sitting on the truck. Like, well, all you know, the movies you mentioned, like our entire just crew waiting was to like pull a sandbag yeah. or whatever. Like, it was like, yeah. it was it was really nice to see our friends and community who all work in this industry and work on all these films that you help bring mm-hmm. to town. They also were like, yeah, we'll come help you guys, and came out and was like three days of just like. It was awesome. Yeah. It was but cool. like she was saying earlier, it's all a matter of, you know, trust and, you know, putting all, all this quality work and developing a relationship. These people aren't going to come work on films if they know, eh, well, it might just be a load of crap. You know, we've done cool stuff before and they know that and they know yeah. you're passionate. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'll come have up. Three days, nothing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So it's good. No one called me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Not, not I for think that. we talked about that. Did we? Did we? I think I talked I to you about know. that. About location? I kind of remember yeah. Kill Game. I Kill think game. so, because you were probably yeah. like hanging out with George Clooney or something. <laughs> or Usually, somebody, yeah. somebody cool Usually, like that. Yeah. Usually. If she, if she can't get a hold of her, cool. that's what she's doing. But anyway, what about you? Uh, what have I been working yeah, what on? Yeah, what are you working on? I've been working on like music videos and stuff like that. And Actually, I got one. By the time this episode drops, right. a new music video will drop. Nice. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Did, so, can you give us any details? Who's it with? It's with a local... Indie artist up in Columbus, a group called Vespertine. Yeah. So it's like a kind of indie pop synth, really interesting Who's stuff. Who's the director? Darker. The director, uh, his name's Mark Eshelman. He's the guy I do the 21 Pilots videos with. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he. And what'd you do on it? I was DP. DP. Yeah. It's all I do. Got it. For anybody that's new to the show. That's that's what I do. I'm the DP. Yeah. Brand's the director. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, so this is Mark Eshelman who directs all the 21 Pilots videos. And we shot this thing in two days for like no money. And it's What'd you shoot all it on? storyline. We shot it, so I co-own a Red One package, old old beast. And uh, that's what we used. Show. Shot yeah. 4K. We used a local rental house up in Columbus, Ohio HD. Speaking yeah. of rental house and yeah. speaking of this community, we talked about Kill Game. We couldn't have done it without oh. our town's resources. The camera guys department. at Midwest yeah. and camera department hooked us up. We shot on Ari Alexa. Yep. We had Fisher Dollies. We had all the toys in the bin. 
And those guys were amazing. And we told them what we had budget wise, and they basically just like they blessed us. us with like yeah. lots of goodies. And so that was really cool. Which, by the way, we need to talk to them and get their vector graphics for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they do right. that. You know, you go yeah. in and you say you're earnest in your in what you want to accomplish, and you're open with them. Uh-huh. And, and they'll work with you. And it's the same thing, you know, it's not just them, but like, you know, the Esquire, Marymount, Kenwood Theater, they're giving local people their theatrical release. That So when they finish these projects, you can actually Somebody have see it. Uh, an audience see it in a, in a theater, which is yeah. exciting. So th- those things are all percolating around this town and it's getting mm. really, really yeah. exciting. As Maybe we'll have to work with the Film Commission to see where we're going to release the uh, Kill Game. Kill Game, yeah. We're talking about doing like a party for the city and just inviting everybody out and showing it and... Maybe doing a few back to back. It's not a family know? friendly film. Eh. I know. I, I'm already. Depends on right. who, can, <laughs> I, can I see it? Is it violent? It depends on who your it's, family well, is. Well, it's not violent. Well, here's, yeah, here's the thing it's called Kill Game, but as Brandon says, uh, everyone dies and not a single shot is fired. So, yeah. It, how violent can it be if no, no bullets are? You know. Yeah. It's all good. So, uh, what about you? What are you, what are you uh, working you, on? Look, when we get Teasers. people on the show, we have one goal in mind. We want. The goods. We want the information. I know. Give I us the hot. <laughs> give us the hot goods. What can you Kentucky tell us? Tavern. You don't have to drop names, but what can you tease out? What's coming to town? What kind of films are going to be shot well, here? I can tell you this. Give us the you juice. Know, because the Big fiscal picture. year for the state of Ohio is um, through July first, and then another twenty million becomes available. Yeah. And there are three films that have been approved to shoot between now and July first. Ah, whoa. Ah. Now that's assuming all of them happen. You know, the director could break a leg or, or get die. a divorce or you know mm, yeah. you, you never know until they're on the ground sure but there there are three that have been approved and those people have been in and out of town on a regular what, basis what kind of can we get a genre what kind of genre we talking you know action? one is a dark comedy which is okay. really really That's smart fun. and i i like awesome. it a lot okay and, um it's a great studio behind it and, and the lead actor is <laughs> Uh, actress, actually, the lead actress is she's awesome. Slipping she's it somebody in there. awesome. Slipping yeah, it in okay. There. Who you might have seen on SNL? But okay, that's all may or at. may. Okay, that's good. That's okay. hey, we got. I, I got further than that. I didn't you think did. I was going to get that you far. Did. Okay, that was yep. nice. Let's talk about the other all one. Right. Um, <laughs> the other one is a true story, um, uh, sort of documentary. Not necessarily a biopic, but. Um, Huh, some cool. biographical information. Like a uh, biographical national figure, regional figure, yeah. global figure? Um, absolutely. <laughs> not Maybe not a Gandhi, but maybe more of a political maybe? Um, someone that didn't shy away from guns. <laughs> all right. Oh, all, right. Uh, all right. All right. That's nice. All right. Political. Um, that's political. Yeah. And the other one is religious. Whoa. Wow. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. There's that. Interesting. Nice. You got a whole, a whole like game uh, there. like uh, religious as in like um, funded by churches and because they know it's going to work and a bunch of churches are going to go watch it. Could be. <laughs> it's got, a lot, it's got uh, a lot of money behind it. That's one of my favorite. You're, you're prying. That's it. one of my favorite genres. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, this is going to work because yeah. we're going to tell everybody that we'll throw five million dollars at it. And yeah. We'll, yeah. If you don't go see it, God's not going to love you. <laughs> They still employ us, though. Come yeah, on. There you go. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> there you go. I'm just saying. Okay, so I got a question. So $20 million on July 1st becomes mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think we dove into really this part. You talked about percentages and you sure. know, a certain percentage of each dollar. You got to have $300 back. to apply, but we yep. only will give as much to $5 million per project. Per project. Okay. So, so a tentpole film like The Avengers can't come in and eat up the entire sure. amount. Sweet. Okay. But that, in some ways, that limits what we can do, right? 
But that's for a reason? You know, that's the... I, I'm not seeing... Other than the Marvel and, and franchise movies, the budgets are right there. Mm. Yeah. So most of what we rebate is between one to three million per project. So we're rarely Good. at the five. Yeah. Unless it's... Yeah. And then do you... I guess my follow-up question to that is, do you see... Is there a push to open up that cap a little further. Oh, yeah. To, Every day okay. I push that. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Because I know deal. that, yeah, there's some that have no cap. We went from 10. Or, we did 10 for two years. Yep. Then we went back to them, and we had 96 members of the Ohio General Assembly vote yes to enhance that and double it, mm. which is when we got to 20 in 2014. Okay. That's when we did Carol, Miles Ahead, The Blunder. And then the next year we did The Long Home and Goat and all these other... So. 20 has been good for us because it's not just an Ides of March and then we don't see anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What happened when we did the Ides of March, we were only at a 10 million for the entire state. Cincinnati did that movie. And then the next year, Cleveland did the Avengers. And what happened was yeah. they set up two LLCs and applied for all 10 min- million mm. and got it. Whoa. Um, gosh, in hindsight, if it was Cincinnati yeah. that had it, I don't know that I would have <laughs> been as disappointed. <laughs> But um, <clears throat> but that's not going to happen again, and, yeah. and they've tightened up on how we're mandating this program as a state. So. Do you that's find excellent. in this process you have um, come to appreciate Claire Underwood more in uh, your political lobbying skills and <laughs> how to you know, how to ask nicely and get what you want? You just um, there's no such thing as pride anymore. You know, you chase them down the hall and make eye contact in the bar and yeah. keep asking. Let's work. Um, but I will say that whole process, I mean, my only experience in that was Schoolhouse Rock initially. You know, I didn't know um, how a bill became a law here in the state of Ohio. But oh, my God. We should put that clip on, the, on our channel. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah. Right? Classic. Wait, so, okay. So the whole political thing, uh, you just got back from Sundance, right? Yeah. How was that? What did that entail for you as the representative from Film Cincinnati. So with three films opening there, also it was the 30th anniversary of An Innocent Man that shot here, and that was screening out there. And then we had two films that a local person uh, was a producer on. Um, We decided to go out there and make sure Cincinnati not just had a presence in the theaters, but also had a presence in the filmmakers' lounge and as part of the discussion and as part of the Sundance culture this year. So we went out and rented a house, branded it the Cincinnati House. We opened it to filmmakers all day long. You could come. We took a, a world-renowned chef with us, Jean-Robert de Caval. Nice. There you go. Uh, and he cooked for anyone that came by the house. And we branded that house Cincinnati. We worked with the guys from Brave Berlin who um, did the original Luminosity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those guys, guys, um, guys. We, we took this modern house and we took out the artwork that was in the house and we projected all these Cincinnati images and facts all over the house and cool. created like um, a, a mapping interior that was an yeah. experience yeah. Uh, we took out all the throw pillows and went in with like iron and elm pillows um that said finley market and hyde park and these things cool. to start Case us of off yeah, yeah just start us off conversation and all throughout the house we loaded ipad minis with all of our work so you could scroll through and see who's been to town what That's their cool. feeling was their testimonials photos of on location mm what the crew sizes were, what the rebates were on each of them. Yeah. And then if it was someone really awesome that was there looking at our iPad mini, we'd give it to them. <laughs> so that then they <laughs> could tell our yeah. story to their people. That's so cool. um, 
you know, we had a couple formal events. We hosted a brunch on Sunday at Sundance, and it was supposed to be from 12 to 4, and at 9 p.m. people were still there. Whoa. <laughs> Over 100 people That's came through sign. the house. That's and awesome. a lot of celebrities, a lot of studios, a lot of financiers and filmmakers. Mm. And it was such an eclectic bunch of people, but also everyone was just there to relax, and everyone felt yeah. at home there. They weren't on Main Street and having to be on. Mm-hmm. They were amongst their peers. And, and I think that, too, is a lot of the allure of Cincinnati. Like, I think people I know and friends that come in from out of town, it's like, it's just kind of a real place. You can just, you don't have to put on it. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's kind of the epitome of our, that's what cool. our show's all about, right? Yeah, we're just about- Just like being chill. Yeah, we're about hanging out. <laughs> yeah, we're just about hanging out. And that's, hey, let's talk. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk. I think it's great. I yeah. think it's so refreshing to hear this. I think it's awesome that, that you guys are doing that sort of stuff that people don't know. You know, that's really cool that you're well, working hard to land the deals. Right. If they're, if we're not out there, then they're not going to think of us initially. So I want that Cincinnati brand to be in the forefront of all their minds. Yeah. And I want that brand to be cool. Yeah. You know, I want that. <laughs> I want cool. them to say, wow. I, you know, yeah. I, d- I sometimes get that. Like, you're from Cincinnati. Why? And I, yeah. you know, or come, people, come experience do, do people it. still uh, reference WKRP? T- yeah, but you know what? I love that. I don't care. I was a big fan. I think it's awesome. And you know, the, yeah, it's dope. Oh, the turkey episode is still my favorite. Um, and you know that that guy, what's his Venus flytrap? He comes to the AFCI trade shows all the time. Yeah. And so we always get him anchored in the Cincinnati booth for a little bit. But that's awesome. I don't do trade shows as much anymore because yeah. we're trying to think outside the box. There you go. That's cool. So you you went to Sundance. What's next? What's next? Like what's uh, what's the next big stop? Um, yeah, what are you excited about, as we ooh, say? On the yeah, show? we'll tie that in. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm not out to say that film festivals are the market that we have to be saturating ourselves in. For I sure. think it's great when we have content appearing at those festivals. But I also, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to do an event in New York City where I can work with a lot of the independent filmmakers, particularly um, with the help of Killer Films, who I've done three films with, and get to know their peers and their friends and give us another venue to talk about Cincinnati and New York City. Mm. And also, I think that's a great venue since we've been New York City in so many of these films. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's a nice um, synergy. And I want to go and host an event. And it doesn't have to be fancy, maybe crabs and beers and yeah. just give us a venue to talk about yeah. uh, Cincinnati and have some of the people that have shot here there to share their experience. And so I think getting in New York's market a little bit more is what's on the horizon. I also spend uh, a few times a year in Los Angeles, which is kind of paramount. You need to be out yeah, there. You need sure. to be um, dropping in unexpectedly and reminding them of Cincinnati. I did that not too long ago, and the Weinstein Company gave me two scripts, and you know wow. that that was advantageous to to be in front of them. But That's great. I also so, we have some we have a film coming out at Tribeca, yeah, um, which is also in that New York market. So I'm thinking, what if there's an event around that festival, and we kind of do. You know, mm. maybe a small trip out of it and get more bang for the buck. That's Do you awesome. see some of New York and, and Hollywood eventually opening up offices here? Do you, is I'm that, telling is you, that if, happening, if, right? if Estevez, I mean, Estevez is moving here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he loves our town. He feels like there's a community here that he doesn't get to experience back home. I think, although he's never been uh, living in Ohio, which is a, a lot of people think he was raised in Dayton, but his father was born in Dayton. His mother was born in Cincinnati, um, and he was he was born in New York City and raised in New York and then Southern California. But he's fallen in love with it, and the only reason he's been here was initially to scout uh, a project. Yeah, and now he's fallen in love. But I see people like that wanting to come here and be yeah. part of this renaissance, and also have 
a city that you can influence and be a part of the influence and also, you know, still have it in your lifetime to see the change. Mm. And I think that's appealing. But, you know, we've caught the attention of those people just on everything we're doing in film. And I'm noticing people, much like your friends that were up in Detroit, moving to Cincinnati um, and Mm -hmm. and acquiring residence here and and being locals here. And that's happened quite a bit lately. Two people I know from Brooklyn just moved here, a guy from Detroit, another person from Iowa. I mean, it's growing. Well, I think it has a lot to do not just with like the film but just what well, the city as a whole it's great but we can talk about like the brewery scene oh yeah the, we got startups we're, we're, i mean we're like you said we're constantly re- on a new list world of renowned chefs here top I mean, 10 places for this yeah, or that it it's offers great. more than just like empty buildings to film a movie in you know it's yeah. great right you're a city about branding and now we're yeah. able to brand this industry and and everything else that's going on with weird, branding here is so. weird mishmash Nice. Yeah, I love it. This is great. <laughs> awesome. I know. So How fun. when you go to someplace like the Weinstein Company and they hand you two scripts, well, well, I mean, where does that go? What is it? Do you then pitch the city? Do you say, this is why we can help this Yeah, script? well, I mean, I have to read it first yeah. to make yeah. sure that I know what I'm That's talking what I mean. about. Yeah. But um, certainly I pitch the money first and then I pitch the... Um, the infrastructure yeah. and the locations that go along with that script. And then I'll set up a website specific to that project. I'll do a location breakdown. And then I set up uh, electronic folders from the character's name appropriate to the script. Mm. And then I give them about 20 options for each one location. And I show them what their script could look like here visually. And that gives their designer or their director a, a jumping off point to give me notes. You know, I was thinking that Carol's house was more, you know, this or that, not as... We have a thing for that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so then that'll give me notes to continue scouting. And then I'll bring scouts on staff. I'll freelance some location scouts and get them helping me really flesh out these packages so yeah. that mm-hmm. the answer is so, so, only yes. So That's in that awesome. in that process you're looking for you're looking for the scripts that match well with the city, the profile and mm-hmm. what we have to offer and then and the talents and then you're you're going for it? Is that kind of like you're curating through these things or? Yeah, I think the whole thing is a process and you're curating the whole process and you're courting the whole process and you're creating relationships and trust with them so that ultimately if they start liking the looks of the things you're showing them and they start talking to people that resonate with them and they think they're qualified and they're smart, it's it's introducing all of those things and, and making sure it's the right time to do it. Like you don't force feed them. You've got to hire this person. She's amazing. You know, you just sort of figure out the right time and 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 the organic part of the process and then they do sort of build a trust with you and they also when they spend time with you in in your city like when i can get them here in cincinnati and they start seeing the people and the places we know or we walk them you know into a sound company or we stop by a a grew up in electric house and just have industry conversation it so it creates that trust and they're like this they get it here and this feels good and appropriate so that's cool so these projects just show up is what you're saying no (laughs) it's just random no (laughs) So, it's a lot of work, yeah. my, as my husband will tell you. <laughs> yeah, so sure. okay, Day so so yeah. when you're when you're not working, when you actually take a second to kick back, sip on some bourbon. Uh, here we go. Are you are you what are you watching? What are you into, man? So full disclosure. Yeah, I am the worst. I mean, you shouldn't w- look at anything I'm watching <laughs> to judge me because no, this uh, is great. Otherwise, so my like all, the, the by the way, just so you know, my yeah. all-time favorite film is Point Break. Uh, so the bar <laughs> which is, is high. not a good one. The bar I, is I high. Mean, it's not a bad one. It's good. Like, it's great. That's what I mean. It's not Isn't a bad one. foundational, out, right? Yeah. Didn't they just do the remake? Yeah, yeah but the remake. I mean, it was in theaters for about like two days. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Look, yeah. let's not talk about the remake. We're talking about a foundational <laughs> piece of American cinema. Right. Exactly. 
Anyway, what are yeah. you watching? Well, you know, my, what are you into, my, my foundation was, my, my cousin's a screenwriter, and he wrote that movie, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, no, no way. way! So Seriously? I grew up thinking awesome. like, that was incredible. Because <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> it's, well, it was rewritten after he sold it. But anyway. Um, it's still rad. I don't, you know, if you look at what I, TiVo or tape, it's awful. I, I'm not even allowed to watch the television around anyone else in my household because I watch terrible reality TV. Oh, yeah. I watch things to fall asleep to to get my mind to stop thinking. <laughs> if I turn on a movie, I will watch it from beginning to end. Pick it apart. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I will... Right. And Why I wasn't the shot in Cincinnati? So wait, are we talking like <laughs> Honey Boo Boo? What are we talking about You know, here? wait, speaking of Honey Boo Boo, I ran into her at the Cincinnati Zoo over Christmas. No way. Why was she here? I don't know. I don't know either. Really? I don't know. I was, I have two small children. I do, and I I do was, know this fun fact. Her mom was at a strip club in Nashville for, um, I saw it on Vice. It was something and the guy from Vice wrote the article and he went and it was like New Year's Eve at Deja Vu Nashville with Honey Boo Boo's mom. And she Hilarious. was a performer? There was like, there was some. Or she was like giving a motivational Google speech. Vice, Google <laughs> Vice, and it was this awesome article. It was like the greatest thing ever. Wow, wow, wow. No, so reality TV. No, not that. But like you know, I will sit there and watch uh, renovation shows. Yeah. Or right, I will yeah. watch yeah. cooking shows. Or nice. I will watch um, dating, like The Bachelor. Wow. I watch that yeah. crap. Like man, hell yeah, I, you I know, gotta get in there. Horrible, right, horrible TV. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> um, because you spend so much time with these awesome scripts that are about to film here. Right. So yeah. usually I'm reading a script. I'm not watching so You've always movie. got something in yeah. front of you. I've yeah. always got something to read. And nine times out of ten, the writing's not that, you know, it's not great. Yes. Um, that's the biggest problem in Hollywood right mm. now. It's hard to find good writing. Yeah. So I'm excited for your friend because they they need oh, he's, writing. He's, he's got so he's many on the, on, like the, on the bookshelf, too. Yeah. Like he's so many scripts that are, could make it. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We wish him the best. Yeah, yeah. But while you're watching these things, are you, are you drinking anything? You know, I'm you a, a wine, bourbon girl? I'm a wine, wine drinker. Wine drinker. Yeah. Mm. I'm, Red or white? I, I'm both. Really? <laughs> Either or and. Yeah, there you um, go. Mix them, blend them? Yeah, I, I don't know. I like I like grapes. Um, yeah. I'll drink a beer here and there, but um, yeah. not a lot. Hmm. And wine. occasionally a martini, vodka. Ooh, All right. I like your style. But my whole family, including, you know, my mother and her her side of the family, my husband, his side, they're all bourbon drinkers. And I tell you, uh, the last time Emilio was in town, my husband and I took him on the bourbon trail. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. And I had a totally mind. new respect for the whole process. And bourbon trail is amazing. We only did, we did three. We did yeah. uh, Buffalo Trace, which was incredible yep. just to kind of see the awesome. old school yeah. shop. And then, um, which is where I fell in love with Eagles Rare. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Because who knew? Great bourbon. Um, and then, you know, to taste that next to a Pappy, I'm still like the Eagle's Rare. I think Pappy's part of a hype machine. It is. It yeah. is. Never had that's it. That's fine. Never had it. Yeah, me neither, but I'm, it's a hype machine. I've I, never, I, I've I know had, people who I've never, people. you know, we host the show, but I've never been to the bourbon trail either. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, I always set that up for you. I yeah. did the bourbon trail on motorcycle. On motorcycle? I, yeah. You don't drink that much. I don't know if that's what you're worried about. Me? No, I mean on the bourbon oh, trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just. Yeah. I mean, you could drink a lot well, if you the, wanted. To. The one that I'm excited, I was excited to see was the the Four Roses. Yeah, they got they, a, they got this quaint little. It's, it looks like a like yeah. a Spanish style. It's, yeah, it's like a little you know? cottage. It's, it's yeah. cute. I'm I did Woodford cool. also. Woodford's cool. They had the best bourbon balls. And it was Those so sleek phenomenal. and clean oh, yeah. and mm. pristine. Yeah. And then we finished at the um, people that make Kentucky bourbon barrel. Yeah, that's that. They've been on the show. They. 
<laughs> we are the worst we are hosts ever. Uh, Something tech. Uh, Lexington Distillery, Alltech. Alltech, All tech. All thank tech. you. Brewery, yeah. Alltech. Yeah, yep. so we had a blast with those guys. We actually yeah, have their cool. uh, Kentucky Sundown still up in yeah. the cabin. Yeah, yeah they're, uh, they've are they been on yeah. the show. They're, they're uh, fans of the show. We, uh, yeah, we've people. had them on. They were great. Yep. Um, so, so Emilio, t- so he was a huge fan of that Kentucky bourbon um, ale for a while and he just sent me a picture literally two days ago and he was at a pub in Malibu and they finally got it on tap <laughs> and he's like I don't need Cincinnati we got it right here uh, you're like, no 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 you no, no he's definitely moving <laughs> it's fresher out here yeah nice that's funny. well we can definitely it's colder here if you ever yeah, need bourbon yeah. we can we got some connections we do we've yeah. got people yeah. so that's awesome. Uh, well, this has been so much fun, man. I was going to bring you guys the We're George so T. Stag Limited Edition. Have you tried that? It's like no. fancy stuff. It's I've not. totally You fancy. realize we're drinking out of plastic right now. I know, yeah. but I want to, you know, I want to- fancy. I want to class this show up a little bit. Well, that means- That, that means you have to come back. That now. means you got to come back. Yeah. Next time I'll bring, you know, I'll have some, one of my clients who's here, I'll bring someone fun. Yeah. Okay. And I'll let them do most of the talking. Cool. Because now you're like, you're, you're in this building, right? You're in- I am. You're upstairs. Yeah. I am. So we're, right now, we're at, we're coming B. to you from Studio B at Sound images yep. downtown the old uh, g- yeah. the old Gwinnett building Gwyn 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 Gwyn. S- 6th and Main it yeah. was like a P&G building in like the oh, this, no doubt. 1600s yeah. this is where it was founded yeah yeah. yeah. and uh, and you're upstairs I'm upstairs exactly. this is amazing how, how come we've never been up there I, I'm wondering the same you have thing. an open door <laughs> I'm policy. kind of also wondering why you've never invited me down before oh, now oh my because we're brand gosh, new come you know, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey. lay a complaint with Jack Street unbelievable don't you hold that against us well you know we're we're we didn't want to bring you on too early. Yeah, we, wanted we wanted to, to build we wanted our to be brand a little bit. Right. Yeah. But you also wanted me to have some movies to talk about. <laughs> I had to build my brand as well. We were intimidated. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What episode is this? Like, uh, we're like 32 or 30, something crazy yeah, like that. We're, yeah. we're up there. Yeah, Season two. So basically. when Emil moves here, you guys have to have him on. Yeah. Oh, no we're, although he doesn't drink bourbon anymore. That's, that's fine. fine. We'll he get quit him some, and he's yeah. now tequila. We'll have that's some fine. bourbon barrel ale waiting for him. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, so we're we and we love and the thing what we want to do and and what we always tell our listeners is, look, if you want to learn like tips and tricks on how to make a gun blast, there's if you want to, there's of plenty shows of shows that. and podcasts and yeah. tutorials. Go look at Film Riot. Yeah, look, they, those guys are great. If they you want to learn how doing. to green screen, yeah. there's plenty of places. Yeah. If you want to learn the ins and outs of this or that, if you want to hear you know uh, a breakdown of a movie set or whatever, there's places mm. for that. What we want to do is we want to be the place where real filmmakers can, at the end of the day, when they come home from set, pour a glass of bourbon, yeah. and join in the conversation. Just hang out. Just have a chat. Talk about the cool. The way it all started was just me and him talking on the phone, and we'd always have a glass of bourbon just sitting by and just chat. That's what we're about. So there but it is. although we did delve into some history this past month. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got into it. So, yeah. so we're... This thing's sort of evolving, and yeah. it's really fun to have you know people like you on the show who are experts. But at the same time, we we like the ongoing conversation, so we can't wait for you to come back, and now, then you won't have to talk about the film commission. We can just get into like yeah. the deep, we already know the deeper issues. Yeah, you're gonna ask to see some of my wedding videos that <laughs> uh, I've made and produced. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's We're digging in. Throw that up on the We're site. We're digging in. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So I um, I think I did a very good job at those, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I was just asked recently by my niece who's getting married if I would do her rehearsal no dinner way. video. No Ooh. way. And I kind of wanted to say I'm retired from that. But you kind of want in, don't you? No, I just can't <laughs> say no. Yeah. You know? You're, aren't you too, you're too busy. I'm flattered, actually. Too flattered. busy. She thinks That's I still got it in me. You still got it. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, as we're wrapping up, what's what's one thing? So you you have this tremendous experience. You're learning. You're growing. You've got this vision You've got a bunch of listeners out there, okay? So we've got, you know, as of now, over uh, 13,000 listens, 40 countries, 1,300 cities. 
There's people listening. Mm. Just ask you. What's the one thing you want to give them right now? This is your thing. Gosh. Talk, to the, pe- like, talk to the people. I feel like I've given so much already. I know, you but have. just talk to the people. Just give them your last little nugget. Uh, um, let me take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and by drink, she means four roses, single barrel. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to say nothing happens overnight. Mm. You know what? And and you can't you can't live life thinking about you know how it's going to happen tomorrow. You just got to keep doing it. And I think some of the best films and some of the best talent and some of the best things in my life have just taken so much time and they've been so worth the wait. That was great. That's something I could cheers to right there. There you go. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers. Well, Kristen, thank you we for can't wait coming to have on the show. You. Back on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having you, me, You've guys. already given us so much, but yeah. Unbelievable. Cheers. Great, great show. Yeah. Cheers. 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 This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.